0: following is a production of CoasterCrazy.com. Live from our studios in Allentown, Pennsylvania, this is GeForce Radio. And welcome to another episode of Chief Force Radio, ladies and gentlemen. This is episode eleven. We are now in—I guess—I guess you could call it season two, if you really want to call it that. The, the point is, we're out of revival mode, and we're c- kind of getting into the off season for some of your parks uh, up north, towards where I am. The haunts are getting ready to start. Most of them have started. A few more get underway. This coming weekend, one of which I will be at next weekend, I will be up at Canada's Wonderland once again this coming weekend uh, to experience their haunt. And for something else that we'll talk about a little bit later on in the show, Uh, next week is pretty much going to be a big haunt show. Um, we're going to talk mostly about the haunts now that they're all started, um, the, the haunt at Dorney has been underway for a few weekends now, uh, the haunt at Canada's Wonderland starts next, this coming weekend, which is essentially the last one to get started, all the Cedar Fair haunts are getting ready to go, and then the following week, um, the weekend of the 13th and the 14th, ID Mills will be at Darien Lake for their final day of operation in the season which is October the 13th for Fright Fest I will be there from about probably about 12 to 5 like I was before because my hockey team has a game later that night so I won't be able to stay until the park closes at 10 but I will be able to go during the day again Uh, my sister is coming up and has never been to the park so we're headed to the park for a few hours So next week, expect a big haunt show. We're going to mostly be talking about the haunts. Uh, We'll probably talk about the ones at Dorney a little bit. Uh, We'll talk about the ones up at Canada's Wonderland that I get to see. It'll be interesting because Canada's Wonderland is only open from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. now that we're into October. Um, So it'll be interesting to see what they do with their haunts considering that the park is not actually open Uh, during the dark hours. Now, it's pretty much only open during the daylight. So that will be interesting to see how they go ahead and do that. So once again, next week we have a haunt show. We'll be talking mainly about the haunts, and it's pretty much the haunts for the next month or so. Um, Now, as far as that goes, once the haunts end, that's pretty much when we're going to uh, cut off the submission deadline, I guess, for the GeForce Radio Awards. Um, again, there is a topic in the forums. You kind of have to dig for it. Uh, I will. I'll probably go ahead, go ahead and bump it sometime this week just to get that fresh on everyone's minds again. Uh, the GeForce Radio Awards are going on. I actually spent the time this weekend to um, to tally up the votes, and we've we've got a few interesting rides and parks. Uh, getting you know into the uh, top ten list right now, it's it's actually kind of interesting. Uh, so I was actually kind of surprised by a few of the rides on some of the lists, and we have some some unique categories to our sh- to our show and our awards by a uh, you know mo- most sought after park and coaster, and then most disappointing coaster. Um, there's some interesting ones on there. So that will also be very interesting to, to uh, talk about next week. Um, and in the coming weeks, when we finally cut off the deadline for the GeForce Radio Awards, you can go onto the forum topic on coastercrazy.com, and you can download the Excel sheet, which is just a Mediafire link. You can download the spreadsheet, fill in your ballot, and then email it as either a .xls or a .xlsx, to contact at gmail.com. That's the website for the podcast, and that's how we get it. And please send it, once again, please send it as a .xls or a .xlsx. That's the easiest way for me to tally the votes. We had one person who has sent in their ballot as a different form that I haven't been able to convert back yet. I'm trying to. Um, but it's in like a text-only form, so it's hard to kind of convert it back. to so I'm trying to get it so I can tally it, but um I did send an email back to that person. So pl- please send it, resend it as a .xls or .xlsx. That way we can tally your votes easier with the program that I made. So uh, <clears throat> that'll be interesting to discuss in the coming weeks. Um, that's coming up. So remember to get your ballots in before time runs out. I have pretty much filled out my ballot since my adventure of going to new new parks this season is pretty much over. Um, now I will be going to a few parks down in Texas in December, as I've mentioned the last few weeks, but we're, we're not going to keep voting open that long. That's just pretty much delaying it. We're going to get things going towards the end of the season here. Uh... You know, as we wind down with the haunts here in October, and once we get into November, December, we'll we'll work on getting that GeForce Radio Award show uh, together and work on getting that together. So make sure you guys are voting on that. Um, if you guys you guys can also email uh, gforce Radio contact at gmail.com if you have any types of you know questions, comments about the show, uh, topic ideas. You can also do that via the forums. So that's, that's not a huge deal. You can get in contact with us any, any of those ways and uh, let us know what you think of the show. You can also do that on the site or on iTunes. You can rate the show, write a review, you know, download the show, obviously, uh, comment on the blog and on the forums, which are getting started up. So lots of ways that you guys can talk to us. So if you guys can't tell we're about you know five or six minutes into the show and Tetsu has not said a word yet that's because he uh, was actually just doing a uh, little bit of research for us uh, for the our purposes for the show but he's back with us so how you doing tonight?
1: Pretty good pretty good now on <clears throat> excuse me now on iTunes uh, I couldn't find any information so I went to our blog uh, gforceradio.blogspot.com. Or uh, reverse, rather. Yeah. And uh, it gave me a pretty decent rundown of uh, what we're getting. It's not telling me how many subscribers we have, though, which is what we're looking for. So I'm still looking for that. That's all right. I was just kind of curious. It's not a huge deal.
0: Uh, We can can worry about, about finding that out later. Oh, it says we have 11.
1: 11 subscribers. I know I'm one of them.
0: Oh, okay. I'm probably another
1: one then. So we have nine subscribers then. It's not bad. (laughs) No, not at all. Thank you to those nine people that constantly download the show and tell other people about it. But that's nine people
0: that should be buying stuff on Amazon.
1: (laughs) Well, besides Amazon now, if you go to our blog, guys, there's a few changes that you're going to notice. Um, one of them being the poll, the poll closed not too long ago, we only got four votes. Um, and the show was rated overall on the poll as a four star show, so that's pretty cool. Yeah,
0: that's still pretty good,
1: even though it's only four people. We, we, we like to think of ourselves as creating our own content for the most part, even though, um, we do rehash stuff you may hear on other shows. Uh, We try to create our own. I think you guys have noticed that. We put our own spin uh, on
0: it and give our own opinions about it. We just don't say, oh, this is happening. Moving on.
1: (laughs) Exactly. So that's kind of the point behind it. Right. Um, There's a few other things that are going on. Remember, you can always use Amazon to help out the show and and donate money to the show. Um, We also have a few changes to the blog. So we're just going to tell you what those are right now. There's just two. Um, the poll's been replaced by a donate button for PayPal. You click on that, it'll take you to our uh, page on PayPal. Not our page on PayPal, but a merchant page on PayPal. Yeah. Where you can, and it'll say, at the top it'll say podcast. Because that's what I typed in for it to say. Because that was the closest thing to what our product is. It is a podcast. Right. Um, you can enter in any donation amount you want and then you hit update total, and you log in to PayPal. And then that sends it to my PayPal account, my personal one, and we will use that money for the show. So it's just like Amazon, but if you don't want to pay $15 for something or $40 for something on Amazon and wait to have it shipped, you just want to go to the store and buy the thing and have it in 10 minutes, you can still give us that 2 or $3 by typing it in here, in that donation amount area, and then sending it over to us um, that way. So that's another way you guys can help us out.
0: Right. So, um, like I like I, like I said before, you uh, came back and joined us. There's lots of ways to help us out. Lots of ways to help us out. Lots of ways to contact us. We pretty much covered all those. So, um, but yeah, lot, right. lots lots of way to help. Lots of ways to help out. Get in contact with the show. So, um,
1: go ahead. And the other main thing you're going to see here is uh, we have some ads posted by Google on the show now. We're just letting you know those are in uh, in the sidebar underneath the blog archive area. Um, they're going to stay there. If uh, I guess if, uh, Google's thing is if you click on one, uh, you they send a little bit of money our way for advertising. I don't really know how that works. We just threw it up there because uh, it was a option for us to make a little bit of extra cash for the show. There, you so. there we go. So Just go click
0: on the ads a bunch of times.
1: <laughs> there you go.
0: <laughs> Alright, so l- like, like I said before uh, you came back and joined us, uh, I'll be up at Canada's Wonderland for their haunt, and then the following weekend I'll be at Darien Lake, albeit during the day, not at night. So next week, we're going to really start getting into the Halloween haunt stuff since one of us will actually be at the park partaking in a haunt. And obviously, you know about the haunt on Dorney's end, so we'll combine all that, and we'll have enough to talk about, you know, haunt stuff for a few weeks while the haunts are going on. There you go. So it'll be good. So, um... I guess th- there was really only one news story that's really worth talking about for a few minutes. There were a lot of very, very small details, um, the most notable of which, on from a coaster perspective anyway, was that Outlaw Run's track is complete, and that they're pretty much moving along at a steady pace with that. Um, not really a whole lot to actually report about that, just the fact that the track is complete, and it seems like the construction is coming
1: along rather well. Yep. I, I, so, I mean, there's really nothing more to say about it.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, it looks like it's going to be an awesome ride. Um, might be controversial as to whether you call it a wooden coaster or not, but I think that's a show that we'll have to do during the off-season, too. Exactly. Uh, de- a debate. So, um, But Outlaw Run's track is complete. Now, now, the big news story... That really came out this week that we're going to spend a few minutes on here is uh, that Dolly Parton and Dollywood is basically um, pulling out of their agreement I, is it like an agreement or some kind of deal that goes along with the Nashville the
1: proposed Nashville water slash snow park. Yeah they backed out of that uh, I believe it was just a uh, a deal to help them run the park and possibly help build right. it. Uh, so, we're not going to say that it's not going to happen, because it might still happen, but it doesn't look like it's going to happen anytime soon. Right,
0: and if it does, it's not going to have Dollywood stamp on it. Exactly, it's not going to have Dolly Parton like it originally planned. Right, and I, I think the water park, snow park idea is an interesting concept, because if you think about it, you probably could... For some certain water slides, anyway, it probably wouldn't be too hard to design them in such a way that they could handle, you know, snow tubes and you know maybe. I mean, they're designed to handle snow in the winter anyway, so I, I mean, I, I I could imagine, I could imagine that being feasible if they're designed the right way. The splash pools might have to be designed a little differently. I don't know if you have giant cushions that you put inside the splash pools during you know, during the winter, so that you're not just coming down in the bottom of the splash pools, but, um, you know, it's I could certainly be feasible as far
1: as the concept goes. Exactly. You know, but uh, I think what the idea was to do was to build a water park, and then a snow tubing park, uh, or a snow park, I guess you would call it, right next to the water park. It wasn't meant to combine the two, I don't right. think, because uh, hearing... I, I can't remember how long ago it was, but I could have sworn I heard something or someone saying that you can create snow in any temperature up to around 80 degrees. So, as long as it's cooler than 80 degrees Fahrenheit, I don't see why you wouldn't be able to do both. Um, obviously, you'd be making a lot of snow because the snow would melt as quickly as it's being made, more or less. Right.
0: You, you could make it and still use it. It would just be very difficult once you get to a certain temperature. You know, in the 40s, even in the low 50s, it can you can kind of get it to sit around for a little bit to the point where you can use it for a little bit. I mean, I I built an ice rink in my backyard my last two years of high school, and even on the days where it's sunny in the high 40s, even low 50s, once it's frozen solid, it really... It, it's, it's not so much the sun that hurts it if the temperature is still cold, and even if it's warmer... If the sun's not out, it's not that bad. It's the combination of heat and sun that really puts a number on it. But the worst thing for it is actually rain, because the rain eats away at the ice quicker than sun. Because you know the rain's coming down so hard, it literally just—it's—it's it's like when you fill up a cup of a cup with ice and then you put warm water in it. It eats you away hear, at the ice hear the very very quickly. And all that of the yes. Ice melting. Even with yes. cold water, so, you hear the same so, thing. So. Yeah. So, I mean, rain is the worst for it. So, I mean, if 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 the temperature is right and the sun's not out, you know, constantly and it's hot out, you know, I can, I can see it being done. Exactly. So, it, it'll be interesting to see where that goes because, you know, it seems like a neat idea.
1: Um, here, here's another thing that we're going to just go off of. Um... Cedar Fair is going to do its quarter three conference call at on November 6th at 10 a.m. Eastern. You can access that link by going to cedarfair.com slash IR slash conference underscore call slash index dot CFM. What we're going to do is we're going to um, copy the link Uh, You do have to register for it, but we're going to copy the link, and we're going to put it up on our blog, so anybody that's interested in listening in on the Cedar Fair uh, quarter three 2012 earnings conference call, uh, you will be able to do so. I think that'll be a cool little thing to do. Remember, it's November 6th. uh, That's a Tuesday at 10 a.m., so uh, a lot of people will probably be in school or at work, but uh, we will try to get that Either recorded or uh, something for you guys to be able to uh, see it.
0: Right, that that'll be interesting. Exactly. So, um, so, so that that's like we said. That's pretty much the only news topic that we really, ha- really wanted to talk about. Um, what 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 we're gonna do here? We're gonna talk about first off why I'm headed to Canada's Wonderland in the first place this weekend. And then, then we're gonna pretty much go off topic. Uh, about a month ago, we did an actual off-topic show. We're not gonna do a separate show, but we're gonna talk. We're gonna talk about the NFL and some football for a little bit, since we're kind of quarter of the way through the football season. It's like the heart of football season now, and there's lots of controversial topics to talk about within football right now. <laughs> so, <you> know, <clears throat> so um, we're gonna get to that uh, in a few minutes. But first. Uh, Now, I kind of alluded to this earlier before you came back at the start of the show. I am headed to Canada's Wonderland, but I told you a few weeks ago um, that I probably wouldn't head back up there this season unless my sister came up or I had some special reason to. Well, shortly after recording the show last weekend, I may have even mentioned it during the show, I received an email from the American Coaster Enthusiast uh, Eastern Canada rep who helped run the ACE event up there a few weeks ago and I I was put in contact with the um, I'm not going to uh, mention who put me in contact with uh, Travel Channel back over the summer for fear of people lashing out against uh, people but um, I was put in contact by an undisclosed source with the Travel Channel <clears throat> and um, I did talk to her name was um, uh, I believe her name was Michelle Fitzsimons. I'd have to double check that. But um she's the lady from Indigo Films who helps the Travel Channel with the Insane Coaster Wars series that debuted this summer. And the second this to 2013 summer edition is going to be called Insane Coaster Worlds, Insane Coaster Wars World Domination, which is essentially going to be coasters over in Europe. Uh, Japan, I believe Formula Rosso will be, um, I believe that will be featured on an episode as well, and also in Canada. And on Saturday, October the sixth, they will be shooting Leviathan at Canada's Wonderland, and then on Sunday, the seventh, they will be shooting Behemoth. And I was invited by um, Ruth, the lady from Ace and the Travel Channel to be a part of the TV shoot at Canada's Wonderland this weekend for Leviathan and Behemoth. And anyone who doesn't have a season pass or a park ticket is being paid for admission-wise, who doesn't have a Cedar Fair pass. So oh, that's... so that's pretty cool. Now, now I have my Dorney ID still anyway, so that's not an issue for me, but that's pretty cool. So Now, I, I don't know the schedule just yet. I haven't gotten the itinerary yet. I don't know how it's going to work. Like someone suggested that maybe, you know, maybe um, since they run three trains on those two coasters, maybe they'll stick everybody who's t- partaking in the TV shoot on one train, and then just film every third train and just let us re-ride while they're doing that. Um, I could see that being a the way they do it because obviously they're going to have to shoot multiple trains and get to get multiple angles
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, and that will take some time to do obviously since the coaster isn't consistently going and going and going you only have a train every like two or three minutes right you know every minute or two so and I can't imagine that they are actually gonna make us wait in line because there's no guarantee that we'll all get on the same train so we're gonna have to get some sort of special treatment obviously
1: um, I don't. They, may, they may even open up that ride for you guys earlier, before right, the park that's the opens. Because that's the other option. I think that's now, when Dorney did their commercial shoot for a couple years ago. They had me come in to help open up Hydra uh, at like seven in the morning, almost or eight in the morning, so they could do a commercial shoot for it and the meteor. And they were having problems with Hydra. I didn't want to behave.
0: Yeah, see, see, this is interesting because the park
1: is only open
0: from ten to five because of how cold it gets up, up that far north. Right, I was going to ask or, this about this early that. in the fall. So they're only open from ten to five. So number one, their haunt isn't actually taking place at night. It's, I mean, it'll get pretty, it'll get fairly dark by five o'clock, but it's not going to be dark by five o'clock. Right. So Canada's Wonderland's haunt is essentially all during the daytime. That's that's the haunt side of it. The other thing is. When you get before 10 o'clock and after 5 o'clock, the lighting, the natural lighting is not all that good for videotaping. I know that from experience because I've been to parks and have tried early morning and early evening videotaping, and the shadows, the, the sun is not directly above the ride, so you lose a lot of color. And on one side, you'll be great. If you're facing away from the sun, you'll see all the color. But if you're on the other side facing the sun, all you see is shadows. Mm-hmm. So the lighting is not good for video shooting. You know, there, There's a very small window that far north this late in the season for actually shooting video footage like this. So I can't imagine... That they I can't imagine they would shoot it any earlier than nine o'clock
1: so maybe they'll shoot everything within an hour I, I doubt that what they may even, but, they may even but, uh, shut that ride down till all the filming is done right that's the other thing maybe on each day the ride will actually be
0: closed from let's say 10 to noon or from because I can't imagine that they would actually close the ride at three o'clock or four o'clock when the parks only open for 7 hours and close it early i can see them not opening it early that makes a lot more sense because you can still go and do other things but if people don't know that, you know that it's going to close early then that's going to cause a lot of issues exactly. so and obvious and obviously they can't just shoot any random train with random people on it because you know for you tv shoots like this you have to sign, like have to this, sign
1: yeah. off on a form that says you're, allowed to, you're allowing the company to use your your person, your f- your f-
0: right. You need model releases from all the people who are going to appear. Right. So it's it's gonna be interesting to see what they do and how and and what the uh, I guess what the process is. It's gonna be interesting. Now I'm checking my email now. I still don't have an email. Um. So I I'm I'm interested to see what the itinerary is gonna be in when I have to be there, and when we're actually going to shoot it, because when the park's only open for seven hours, it's hard to believe that they would want to keep their two signature attractions closed. Now, granted, they're both going to be on separate days, so you're only going to have one closed, you know, at a time. One Leviathan will be closed at some point on Saturday, and then Behemoth at some point on Sunday.
1: Right, you're not going to do both.
0: Right. They're not both on the same day. They're on separate days, and I can't imagine that they would need all seven hours while the park's open, either. So that's the other thing. But then... So that's so that's one thing, but then I can't imagine them shooting it before or after the park opens, either,
1: because it's just... It's just not gonna work. I, I gotta say, though, I'm looking at Canada's Wonderland on Google Earth, and I love the 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 flowers in front of the fountain how they're the yeah. canadian flag mm-hmm. that, that that's that's awesome oh yeah it's it's really cool i mean Wait.
0: that's one of the that's that's probably one of the most photogenic areas of a park that i've been to i mean standing right there with the fountains going and then wonder mountain in the background especially at night when it's all lit up and the fountains are changing colors and wonder mountains all lit up and then you have the flowers uh, the that, colors of the just, Canadian flag—that's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I so, wish they um, had a
1: tower where you could get a picture from above. I don't, I don't see one. Right, they don't really have space one like spiral. That. So, oh so,
0: wait, they uh, ah! <laughs> too soon. <laughs> um, so it'll be interesting to see what the process is. Um, you know, maybe, may, uh, maybe I'll post the topic on the website. See, I don't even know how much I'm allowed to say. I mean, obviously, I'm going to be up
1: there. You could probably say, say that be you'll be up secret. there.
0: Right. But I I, and and,
1: and I don't know. You will be able to see too much more about it until after right, it happens.
0: I, right, until after it airs. So, And that won't be till next summer. Now, I, I have no idea if they'll actually interview me. Like, I know Rob Alvey was interviewed for just about every episode. And he talks. About, <laughs> I mean, if you of actually watch the Insane Coastal Alvey. War series, you know, they take enthusiasts and they interview them and talk to them about the rides and you know, get the hyped-up reactions right after they get off. So I, I have no idea if they'll do that. I imagine they will, because it's the same type of thing. It's just the different parks. Right. So I don't, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what their process is for doing that. Um, so I, that's something that I'll talk about as much as I can on next week's show without... You know, Spilling breaking any ru- without breaking any rules or laws that I'm not allowed to talk about. Now, if you didn't watch the Insane Coaster Wars series from last year, and I don't know how the rides, I don't know if they'll be in the same episode. If they'll do like a Canadian episode where maybe they have the Le- Leviathan Behemoth, and then maybe they'll have a ride or two from LaRonde, or maybe they'll have a ride from LaRonde like. I could see if maybe they do a Canadian Canadian episode, I could see them doing Leviathan, Behemoth, Goliath at La Ronde, and then I could see them throwing Mindbender at Galaxyland in Edmonton
1: yeah, I could in an see episode that. like so that, So you too. mean like
0: a Canada episode? Right, like a Canadian episode, and then they would do maybe like a European episode. But, I I, I mean, where does that leave Formula Rosa? Because it pretty much says... The teaser on the website says, do you know, like... Have you ever wanted to ri- ride the fastest coaster in the world? And that's or do you know where the fastest coaster in the world is or something like that? Like Six how five. many ro- like how many roller coasters are in Abu Dhabi? <laughs> uh 3. <laughs> so that's and they do four coasters per episode. So that wouldn't even Really, really only 4? Yeah, they only do four. Well, they're only an hour long
1: show. Yeah, but you would the figure sh- they could do more than four in an hour. Wouldn't you? I mean, I would. Or, or, or are they half-an-hour shows? I, I mm-hmm. could understand four-and-a-half-hour. I, th- I th- think they are half-an-hour
0: shows, actually, now that I, I... I forget how long... I think they were only a
1: half-an-hour. I like how you can see Behemoth from the Toyota dealer.
0: Oh, yeah. I, th- I think the the the, aw- the most awesome thing about being a Canada's Wonderland two weeks ago was because I had to be at the park so early, I had to be at the park at like 7.30 for registration for the Ace event, right? Mm-hmm. So the sun was like coming up, and from where I was at my hotel, you're headed north. So the sun is kind of, you're headed like northwest. So the sun is kind of like behind you as it rises, and it hits Leviathan at the perfect angle where when you come over the hill and you're about four miles, you know, three miles from the park... All you see is Leviathan's lift hill, and it's all... Like, you know when Sun hits a coaster just right, and it has that, like, incredibly annoying glare? Yeah. That's what it was, and it was just like, oh, a bunch of cell phone towers, and then you see Windseeker, and then you have Leviathan. It's just like, on the blue sky, it's like a bright silver, like, as if the coaster was all chrome and you just see the shape of that lift hill. And it w- and there was a bridge there, so you couldn't see where any of the supports were either. So all you saw was the track, and it looked like it was floating in midair. It was the coolest thing.
1: These people that live on this road here, what, what is it? Um, Sweet River Boulevard. Uh, they have the perfect view. Mm-hmm. R- right at Rutherf- this intersection. Rutherford. You,
0: you, Rutherford is the road that runs
1: right by the park. Yeah, too. it's... Deep Spring, Deep Springs Crescent, Gillard Drive, and Sweetwater Boulevard.
0: I mm-hmm. mean, because
1: you can just look across the field. You see, you see the top of Wonderland Mountain. You see Behemoth. Now Leviathan is in there. And what's yeah. that wooden roller coaster that they have? Uh, Wild Beast is over by Leviathan. Mighty Canadian is by the. It may be the My- Mighty Canadian Mindbuster. I'm not exactly yeah. sure which, but that, that that view, just to be able to look out your front window if you're a coaster fan. That yeah, that's I incredible. Mean, it's
0: it's it's a very photogenic park, and in my opinion, it's a very underrated park overall. So um right. it'll be interesting to see how they do the shows. Now, the way they did the shows this year, they I believe let's let's see, one, two, three, four they had six different episodes, each featuring four coasters. The first episode was G Force Giants, which was basically coasters that are very focused on, you know, G forces. Um, Medusa at Six Flags Discovery Kingdom, Sheikra at Busch Gardens Tampa, Afterburn at Carowinds, and Apollo's Chariot at Busch Gardens Williamsburg. Um, now, I don't know. Did you actually watch any of these, or no?
1: I was not able to watch them. I heard that okay. they weren't that great, though. Uh,
0: they they were okay. I mean, they did like an off like an off ride highlight film, and then they did a POV. Oh, that's cool. and, then they ha- and then they had, and then f- they had like different enthusiasts talking about, oh, this is the best ride ever, blah blah blah, and uh, you know Rob Alfie, Rob Alvy stuck his two cents in at the beginning and end of each episode, and ironically, so, he was interviewed in front of Millennium Force for every single episode because <laughs> <laughs> he, um, so he can teleport. He can teleport
1: to Cedar Point. Now I, right. I want to cut you off real fast. Mighty Canadian Mind Buster. Yeah, it has a helix at the end, right? Or a double helix. It ha- it a has tunnel? a
0: helix inside of it. Yeah, that's yeah, that's okay, Mind Buster. So That that's what I was seeing then. Yep, that's Mindbuster. Okay. Um it well, has that, a first drop kinda like Hercules where it does a ninety degree turn. Yeah, I see that, and then it goes into right. some
1: water slides, turns around
0: back into yep, them and yep, that's Mind Buster. Yep, yep. okay. Yep, it's right in the, that's the one right next to Behemoth. Yep. Wild Beast is right next to Leviathan. And then you have uh the stunt coaster right there too. Backlot stunt coasters there too. Yep. Um now the The nominees were voted on by people up until like the airing, and then like up until like a week or two before the episode actually aired, and then they basically just replayed some of the footage. And while the credits were playing, they did a POV of the winner that was voted as the winner from people who voted online. Mm -hmm. Now between Medusa at Discovery Kingdom, Sheikah at Busch Gardens. Apollo's Chariot at Busch Gardens Williamsburg,
1: and Afterburn at Carowinds. Which of those four do you think won? Okay, it was Shikra, Apollo, Afterburn, and what was the first one again? Medusa, Discovery Kingdom, the floorless coaster. I'm going to say Afterburn.
0: That, I believe that one came in second. Oh, sh- Apollo's Chariot was the winner. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for the uh, G-force giants category. And, and that's kind of interesting because all the other ones are heavy positive G's, Apollo's chariot better known for the negative G's, but it's still a G-force giant.
1: Yeah. yeah. So,
0: um now of those four coasters, I would probably say that Apollo's chariot is probably my favorite out of those four. So, that's the one I voted for.
1: I could see that. Now wasn't Hydra featured in an Hydra, Hydra was in one of those.
0: Hydra was... The inversion
1: one, right?
0: Hi, yeah, that's the fourth one we're going to go here. So the second one was called Hang 'Em High, which was basically uh, four coasters where you're basically hanging underneath the track, so your feet are hanging high, blah 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 when you go upside down. Oh, exactly. I get it. So the featured coasters were Manta at SeaWorld Orlando, Montu at Busch Gardens Tampa, Alpengeist at Bush Gardens Williamsburg, and Aftershock at Silverwood, which is a Deja Vu clone. Well, it wouldn't be that. Right, so, um... which Now, I voted for Manta, because that's my favorite of those, because I love the B&M flyers. So, which one of those four do you think won? Manta, Montu, Alpi, or Aftershock?
1: It's gotta be Montu or Alpengeist. Oh, man. Uh... Alpengeist is like Raptor to me, where it's been overhyped and overhyped. And when I got on it, just like Raptor, I was like, "Really? Okay, mm-hmm. not not as crazy as it seems like." So See, um, I'm I'm one of the few that is partial to Alpengeist over Montu. Well, I've never ridden I... Montu, so I'd have to be partial to it too. <laughs> but I I mean I I'd say Talon over all of them. <laughs> 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 um, uh, I'll, I'll go with Montu. <laughs> You're gonna go with
0: Montu. Go I with voted Mantua. for Manta, although I know people typically, most people like Montu and Alpi better than M- Manta, so I didn't expect Manta to win. The winner was AfterShock. <laughs> Shocking, isn't it? <laughs> it is an AfterShock. <laughs> yeah, how about that? Yeah, after I don't know, I don't know what exactly. I don't know how exactly it got so many votes. I mean, it's in Idaho. Nobody really ever goes there. Um, maybe maybe the pe- a lot of people who voted just thought the uniqueness of it going backwards. Maybe they're not enthusiasts who voted, so they thought the uniqueness of it going backwards was really cool.
1: I like how Canada's Wonderland has their own exit from a highway that's blocked off and you can't use it. Oh, yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> I don't understand the purpose of that.
0: And and as you uh and as you kind of come around that exit, you get a perfect view of the entire park yeah, you as know. you're getting yep. on the highway. Um I almost crashed my car last weekend. <laughs> because you were looking at get the get a... park instead of the road. Yeah, I was like, Oh, it's, it's so, so pretty, pretty. <laughs> oh, <Sorry>. shit. <laughs> <laughs> so um that was fun. But yeah, so aftershock won that one. I, I was very surprised. Um, I figured with the bush parks and SeaWorld, I mean, those are so, like, parks that are so popular, and Silverwood is just kind of, like, in Idaho in the middle of God knows where. Hold on. So. Bill collectors, go ahead. So, and Aftershock is in Idaho in the middle of, like, God knows where. So I didn't, and that's one that probably a lot of people haven't been on. But I, there must have been general public people who haven't been on any of them that voted for that one just because of the uniqueness. Yeah. You know, straight up, straight down, goes backwards. So, I don't I don't know. Um, I Not the one I voted for, but um, it's interesting. Uh, it's good good to see a small park get some rec- recognition, at least. Yeah. Um, the third episode was called Splintering Speedsters. Now, this was the only episode that featured wooden coasters. Wow, and I, couldn't, four- I couldn't tell. Exact! Wow! Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, the four coasters featured were Thunderhead at Hollywood. Let me wood. guess.
1: Let me guess. Thunderhead. Okay. El Toro. Yep. Voyage. Yep. I gotta, Fourth one I gotta, might
0: be tough because it's is some love it and some hate it. Maybe that's a clue.
1: Some love it and some hate it. Mean Street. No. Okay. I'm one that loves it. You're one that loves it. It's not mean streak. It's not. Some bad. people think it.
0: I shouldn't say some hate it. Some think it's boring and overrated. The Beast. Yes. Ooh. So Thunderhead, El Toro, The Beast, and The Voyage. Four now of all the rides that we've mentioned so far, I've been on every single one except Afterburn, and I believe I've been on every one in this list except for two. Or no, three. I've been on everyone except three, but so far the ones we've mentioned, I've been on everyone, but uh, Aftershock. So, between Thunderhead, El Toro, The Beast, and Voyage, what do you think won?
1: Mm, that's gonna come down to El Toro and Voyage. I'm kinda disappointed Boulder Dash wasn't in there.
0: Yeah, I, I was a little surprised that maybe Boulder Dash didn't get in.
1: Maybe this year, maybe next year, after this taping's done, maybe they'll... Maybe. Maybe they'll go back and view that one because it is one of the best wooden coasters out there Mm um yeah now before before I tell you
0: uh before you guess who won I voted for oh I don't even know I forget who I voted for on this one actually because I hadn't yet been on Thunderhead or The Voyage because it aired before I made that trip obviously so I think so I don't know. I forget if I voted for it. I didn't vote for either of those because I, I hadn't been on them yet. I've only voted for ones that I had been on. You were so being... I, can't rem- I can't remember if I voted for El Toro or
1: The Beast. A beast. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go with uh, El Toro. Voyage was the winner. See, now that
0: I can understand. Now, I believe El Toro was a very, very close second. And see, I can. can I, I believe it was it. A, like a fraction of a percentage point. I um I, I don't I don't know what the exact numbers were, but they said, but they did say on the episode that it was the closest of any of the six insane coaster wars between first and second. They said it was. I I want to say it was like less than three percentage points. It was very close, but Voyage won. I can't believe this. somebody
1: took a picture at Canada's Wonderland. You know what the picture is of? I don't know. The parking lot. <laughs> nice. Somebody took a picture of a parking lot. They have a massive parking lot. Too. They do. Oh, the only, and they the only have, thing they have I know, three of the same car parked within feet of each other. Hmm. That's strange. The, the all
0: I know is that we're going through the employee entrance to get into the park.
1: To go That's what I was told. The employee entrance. I'm assuming it's this back here behind it's, it's Leviathan. Under,
0: it's it's underneath Levi it's like next to Leviathan's lift hill, yeah.
1: Okay, yeah. So, so back by that stand-up coaster, because I can see all the that maintenance building there, and then you got like these areas no, here that could be used The stand-up really... isn't over there. That's where Wild Beast is.
0: There's a go-kart track over there. Uh, the yeah, stand-up I know. is over by Behemoth.
1: Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Not the stand-up. The um, what? What do you call it? Uh, dragon there. The, the yellow there. one. That's it. Yeah. This. The yeah, arrow.
0: dragon. Yeah, dragon Fire's over there leviathans over there. wild beers go-kart track but yeah that's where we're walking into the park so um so that that was the third one so our winners so far were apollo's chariot afterburn and the voyage now the fourth one this is where hydro was featured wrong way up which featured coasters with lots of inversions by the end you'll be asking which way is up And the four featured coasters, there were actually some very interesting ones. Um, Kraken at SeaWorld, Wild Eagle at Dollywood, Hydra at Dorney, and Vortex at King's Island. Mm. Now, I would have liked to see Talon featured on one of these, because, you know, Talon is awesome.
1: It is. But at least they were at the right at the at the park, at least, right? And they so they did stop by the antique carousel while I was there, and they did some filming there.
0: Yeah, that that's always good. So um, now this was again. This was before my trip out to Dollywood and Holiday World, so I hadn't been on Wild Eagle yet. Um, now I'll be honest. I'll uh, I voted for. I think even though Hydra is not my favorite of the ones on this list. Um, Even after riding Wild Eagle, I still probably would have voted for Kraken as my favorite one. I I voted for Hydra because it was our ride, and I wanted to see maybe, uh, because of Hydra's uniqueness, and I know a lot of people who aren't local to Dorney like Hydra a lot more than we do, so I wanted to see if maybe Hydra could squeak out a win, so I voted for Hydra. Um, This is why my aunt was so excited to ride Wild Eagle, because it was on the show, so... Um, between Kraken, Hydra, Wild Eagle, and Vortex, who do you think the winner was?
1: Uh, I don't want to say Wild Eagle because I think it's too new and not too many people were going to vote for it because of that. Mm-hmm. Um, then I also want to go on the uniqueness thing, like you said, Kraken doesn't really have anything crazy. Wild right, Eagle it's kind is of a whole new design, layer. so you. Right. So, Wild Eagle's is unique in that respect. Mm-hmm. Hydra is one of two coasters in the world that have an inversion before the left hill. And, like, not the whole ride before the left hill, but an inversion right. before the left hill. Yeah. Uh, so, Ghost Town in the Sky, yeah. Well, you're not even open, so nobody cares about that park. Right. Um, I mean, the
0: one over in Malaysia kind of has a Jojo Roll right out of the station. It's not called a Jojo Roll. I believe the ride's called Supersonic right,
1: Odyssey. An, yeah. Well, that's new. And then there's another one I think has a loop before the before the left hill, but I'm not sure where it is. Yeah,
0: there's there's a few around there now, but Hydra's best
1: known for it. Yeah, Hi- Hydra's the one that started it, I believe. Or right out of the yeah. station, at least, not going anywhere. Right, Hydra's right the, the, the one
0: station. best known for the barrel roll out of the station. So, between, be- now I, I I was a little curious as to why Vortex was on there. I think they could have probably picked a better one, but they were at Kings Island for an, for the Beast and Diamondback, which was in another episode that's coming up next. So, so I why think not, that maybe that's you know? why. Well, I think maybe that's why they shot Vortex because yeah, I believe it was the first coaster to have six inversions, and it is still one of the better bigger arrows. I still Vortex isn't bad.
1: Yeah, I, I I mean if they wanted a good arrow, I would have gone with uh Tennessee Tornado. But uh right. Or uh I even could have seen them
0: going to Viper at Magic Mountain. Yeah. Inter- Interestingly enough, nothing from Magic Mountain was on the series at all. Mm-hmm. I can't believe that X2 wasn't on one of these episodes. Yeah, that is shocking. Because, you know, that's like you know, widely considered to be, like, the most sought-after coaster to ride ever, just because it's so unique. Whether or not you think it's a good ride, it's one of those rides you have to ride just because it's so unique. Right. So, so Kraken, Wild Eagle, Hydra, Vortex.
1: I'm going to say Hydra. You're going to say Hydra? I I think Kraken's the better ride, but I'm going to say Hydra for its uniqueness. Vortex. I don't think has any shot at it. And uh, Wild Eagle, I think, is too new. But I think Wild Eagle will come in second. Mm -hmm. See, I voted
0: for Hydra because I wanted to see Dorney, you know, maybe get some recognition. Wild Eagle, I thought Wild Eagle would win because that's all everyone's been talking about because it's brand new, it's a new concept Mm -hmm. and whatnot. But the winner was Kraken at SeaWorld. Okay. And again... That's my favorite coaster out of the bunch. Uh, You know, three of the... Obviously, I haven't been on Aftershock. Go ahead. I haven't been on Aftershock. I haven't been on Aftershock. But, um, you know, my favorite... Other than that episode, because Manta's my favorite, my favorite coaster out of the four coasters on each episode was the winner. Voyage is my favorite of the wooden ones. Apollo's my favorite out of the Force Giants, and Kraken's probably my favorite out of the Wrong Way Up coasters. So I think maybe people were voting for the best ride of the group, maybe not necessarily, at least the enthusiasts were, maybe not so much the one that best fit the category or something to that effect. Now, <laughs> people are going to love this next one, <laughs> and you'll understand why after we talk about it. The next one was Extreme Heights. Oh, geez. Now, can you can you guess which ones were featured in this one? The next two are kind of are kind of linked together because they, they, honestly, you could put any of these eight from the last two are extreme heights and speed demons.
1: Ooh. You could put
0: any of these eight coasters in either episode, and it would be fitting.
1: All right, so extreme. So
0: uh, let's name name eight coasters that you think were in both of these. Okay. Millennium Force. That's one. Intimidator three hundred five. No, that was not in either one. Wow. Maybe because
1: it was newer. And I think
0: maybe that's be- may- And I think maybe that's because they weren't at King's Dominion for another ride. I think if maybe they were shooting Dominator or Volcano, maybe for another, um, for another episode, maybe they would have shot I three hundred five, but they didn't shoot I three hundred five. Hmm. Um, so Millennium Force is one. Top Thrill Dragster. That's another one.
1: King Dekah.
0: That's the third.
1: Um. They're all in the U.S. That's all the tall ones. The really tall yes. ones.
0: Right. Now, there's two or three that you probably won't get, but there's one or two more that I'll give you a shot at getting quick. Nothing at Magic Mountain, so I'm going to go with... N- is Nitro in there?
1: Mm-hmm. Nitro
0: is not, but you're on the right track. Get it?
1: Uh... <laughs> <laughs> um, Diamondback. Diamondback. The other Intimidator's probably not there. Yes, it is. Oh, really? Okay. The Carowinds Intimidator.
0: Now, you named five so far, but the four of them, you named all four that were in extreme heights. Okay. King Ka, Millennium Force, Intimidator, and Diamondback. So, they did not put King Ka and Top Thrill Dragster in the same episode. Top Thrill Dragster was in the Speed Demons episode, and King Ka was in the Extreme Heights episode, I think because they're so similar. They didn't want to have two of the essentially identical thing. rides yeah. in the same episode. That That's smart. so. So, Extreme Heights was King Ka, Millennium Force, Diamondback, and Intimidator. Now, keep in mind that I did not, ha, I had not ridden Diamondback yet. Um, I can't remember which one I voted for. I'm... I think I voted for Millennium Force because it's my favorite of those three that I had been on.
1: And I will I'll agree with you with Millennium Force. And you think Millennium Force won?
0: Yes, I do, actually. Millennium Force was the winner of the Extreme Heights category even though King De Ka is the much taller ride, which is interesting.
1: Well, Kingda Ka's not really all that great. Millennium Force, right. you know, also not that great, but it does something. You know, it's not like that. Go really, it's really fast, a, go really high, go really fast down again in a it's, second.
0: It's not the one-trick pony. Right. It's not the one-trick pony, so that's interesting. Now, on the Travel Channel website, it's interesting... The ext- for Extreme Heights, the picture next to that episode is of Accelerator at Knott's Berry Farm, but Accelerator is in the Speed Demons episode.
1: That's uh, okay. It, it, it's like Cedar Fair using a silver bullet in a commercial to promote Dorney Park's haunt. Right. Or so. or a park that doesn't have a Bm and m uh, inverted coaster.
0: Yeah, so uh, I don't know. but um, So the, the last episode here was Speed Demons which um, featured Top Thrill Dragster, like you said, Accelerator at Knott's Berry Farm, and two others. There, one you definitely won't get. Didn't Although the, we, did, uh, we talked about it in a show about two months ago. I kind of made a joke about it.
1: I don't know if you remember. Two months ago in the show... Um... Let's see, you said top throw and accelerator were already in there.
0: Yeah, there's one that you probably did, won't get unless you remember the little joke
1: that we did, had. Otherwise Did we get Diamondback in there or was that? Diamondback in the last was one? in the Heights the Heights episode. Okay, let's see. Speed. Um in the US for speed. Hmm.
0: See, I, I see that that might throw you off a little bit because these two these last two aren't necessarily known for their speed. Although one is known for being very very good and one is known for being rather rough, if that gives you a clue. I I, I,
1: I don't want to throw a wooden coaster in there, but I'm gonna say no, no, it's not a wooden coaster. Nope, nope, okay. they're all steel. Okay, so that that Which, out what, a lot. What were you gonna say? I was gonna say Texas Giant. Sale? Nope. Yeah, Texas
0: Giant isn't on there. Uh, let's see. I'm su- I am surprised that they didn't shoot the new Texas Giant. But again, they, um, now neither of these, neither of the parks that these two rides are at had coasters filmed in any any other episode. So it's not going to be, it's not going to be be anything
1: else. Let's see. Um, it's not a bush park. It's not Cedar Point, obviously. Is it, uh, I'm going to go with, this is hard. One's known for being incredibly rough, and the other one's not necessarily known for its speed. But it's known for being very good. But it's good, right. And it's not, and both parks haven't had any other coasters featured. Correct. Hmm. See, that narrows it down. But then uh, you gotta. Le- th- let
0: me. Okay, let me say this. Um, one of them is at a park that didn't have another coaster featured, but an exact clone of it was featured. Okay. From a a ride that it has. Now, that might be kind of easy to figure out if you go, if you think about the other ones. Although there are, there are a few that are kind of clones, but there's one exact clone.
1: You said nothing at Six Flags Magic Mountain was used, right? Right. So... The déjà vu clone is no good. There, vortex. I'm thinking was cloned, but I'm trying to think where it was cloned at.
0: No, you're right with the. You're right on the déjà vu track. But which park has a déjà vu clone that had a speed demon? Might it, it might not
1: hit you right away. What was it? Was it Six Flags over Georgia? Because I know they had one for a little while. Right, you're think you're thinking about which ones had it,
0: but that's not true. That's 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 not it. Which which park just had a déjà vu cloned move to it?
1: New England. Is it Bizarro? Yes, Bizarro. Okay, so that's, that's the good that, one. That's the good one.
0: <laughs> now the other the other one is the one we made a little bit of uh, of a joke
1: about. Okay. Let's see. I I, I definitely don't remember the joke. Not okay. now, I will when you say it, because it'll come back and be like,
0: oh, that one. Here, I'll, I'll say it exactly how I said it in that last episode. Uh, so, in the Speed Demon episode, they featured not King Daka, but Top Throw Dragster, Bizarro, Accelerator, and get this, the Desperado and Buffalo Bills in Las Vegas. <laughs> R-
1: Ah, that one.
0: Now, which one do you think One, I think we can
1: eliminate one of them right off the bat. I think we can eliminate Desperado because nobody knows it exists. <laughs> um, when I saw that Desperado, was, I was like, what,
0: why? <laughs> I was like, wait, what? Desperado? Where's that at? Now Desperado and Accelerator I haven't been on. Accelerator was closed when I was out at Knott's. So I had only been on Dragster and Bizarro. I vote I voted for Bizarro because
1: obviously it's probably my favorite steel coaster. This is so. this is the only category where you and I have been on the same coasters. <laughs> right. <laughs> um
0: Well, I've been on all but three of these eighteens, so
1: And I've been on let's see. Um I-305, been, you... Millennium, Bizarro, Hydra. I've been on a couple of them, but not not as nearly as many as you have. Right. So between Dragster, I'll tell you right now that Desperado did not win. Desperado didn't <laughs> so, even come in fourth. It was so unknown. It came in fifth. Out of four yeah, rides, it someone, came in fifth.
0: S- s- someone rode in Tiger Terror, and that came. <laughs> exactly. Uh... Top, so Dragster, Accelerator, or Bizarro? See, now, Bizarro. it's interesting because Bizarro. Yeah. See, that's interesting. That's what I voted for because it's my favorite out of those groups, which seemed to be the trend, correct? Because Millennium Force beat Kingda Ka in the Extreme Heights category, probably because it's a better ride. Yeah. Hydra and Wild Eagle are probably a bit more unique than Kraken, but Kraken won because it's the better ride. Yeah, you know, um, y- you know, Apollo maybe not the G Force Giant that you would think of, like some of the inverted coasters are, right? But probably the best ride out of that group in a lot of people's opinions, so that's why it won. So Bizarro, probably the best ride in this group, but it did not win. Top Thrill Dragster was. Announced the cra- the king of the speed demons.
1: Is it because it was the first roller coaster to break the hundred mile an hour barrier, and it's theme to Pro- drag race? See, because
0: it's the speed demon category. So top thrill dragster is obviously the fastest of that group. But that then doesn't explain why King Cod didn't win the heights category because Millennium it's the smallest
1: in the group.
0: Right, so I think we had the Cedar Point fanboy stuff in the
1: ballots for the last two episodes. Yeah, we're going to win two things. Yeah, Cedar Point, (laughs) everybody else sucks. I mean, Cedar Point's a great park, don't get me wrong. Oh, yeah. I mean, mean, who's not going to have a good time at Cedar Point? We even say that Dorney's an awesome park, and we know we're kind of like lying to ourselves because it's nothing. No, I mean, well, we're biased. Yeah, we're biased because we work there. And because so yeah, and employed. we've
0: and we know where the hidden gems are that maybe not everybody gets to see.
1: Exactly, and we know how to have fun there and whatnot. So we, we know
0: how to do that park when you, and like Her- Hershey Park and even Great Adventure because I've been there so so much the right. last couple we all, of years. We all we all you know how to. We we know Canoble. how to hit those parks.
1: Exactly, they're so close you know. together. And even Canobles, when, but then again, Canobles, you really don't right. have to know how to hit it. You just go. Right.
0: I mean, when when you go when you go big distances, you talk to people who are local, and people who have been to the parks, and you find out what's the best way to hit those parks. We know exceptionally well. We know which seat on which train to ride every single roller coaster for the best ride. Exactly. Be like, hey, do you want to go in front of me? I need to ride the black one on Steel Force. Exactly. Everybody likes the
1: black one. <laughs> I love well, the black the, train on Steel Force. Well, the black one's the fastest. Right, and train two on Thunderhawk, If you, if you're lucky enough to ride it. Go for it. If if they're not running it, ask right. them to put it on and take off train one. Don't think <laughs> Talon, they'll do it for it. Talon, Talon is train two back row very right seat. I always take the outside seat. So if I'm in line for that yeah. row and that train comes in, you better oh, yeah. you better you better run to it because Move I'll take over, it over, sister. <laughs>
0: exactly. So it, so it was interesting. So our champions were top throw dragster was the speed demon champion. Millennium Force, the Extreme height Champion, Kraken, the Wrong Way Up Champion, Voyage, the Splintering Speedster Champion, Aftershock, the Hang'em High Champion, and the G-Force Giant Champion was Apollo's Chariot. So it'll be interesting to see if they do the World Domination series coming up this summer with the same way, if they split them up more by, like, ride category, you know, G-Forces, Inversions wooden coasters, height, speed, or if they maybe do, like, a regional episode where they talk about Canadian coasters, and then maybe European coasters, and maybe they do Japanese coasters. See, and then maybe, like, they do an at-large one where they do some random ones, like, maybe they'll talk about... Leviathan,
1: um, and then you have the Abu Dhabi one, and then you have Supersonic Odyssey, all that other stuff.
0: You know, maybe, maybe they'll talk about some other crazy one. I don't know. All I know is that Leviathan and Behemoth will be featured... At some point, and then it says, you know, what's the tallest roller wooden coaster in Europe? Which I, Is that Colossus at Hyde
1: Park? I believe it
0: is, at this point is it? at least. Okay, so um, I, I'm, I'm not sure. I apologize if that's incorrect, but I believe that is the tallest wooden coaster in Europe. So the ones that I, I know for a fact that Behemoth and Leviathan will be featured, obviously, because I'll be at the shoot for them. I ha- and it said, what's the fastest wooden or fastest coaster in the world, which is Formula Rosa. Mm-hmm. So I got to imagine that'll be on there. The tallest wooden coaster in Europe was the other one they hinted to. So I believe that's Colossus. So I got to think that one will be on there as well. Now, some other ones that I think they'll probably include, I, th- I would imagine they would put Nemesis on there because it's so popular. Um, mm-hmm. I would have to think Nemesis will be on there. Um, on the, the cover picture for, like, the story is of Expedition G-Force, so I have to think that one will be on there. That's been voted the best roller coaster in Europe, like, ten years running now, so I gotta imagine that one will make it on. Um, another one, I think, I would have to imagine they would go to Colossus at Thorpe Park, the invert, you know, the inversion record holder. Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, just because now, obviously, there's another one in China that has ten inversions, the but ten, Colossus ten is better known coaster. for. It. Right, so I think, but Colossus is better known for it because it was the first. So I got to think that one will be on there. Um, maybe Goliath at Wallaby World, the Green Goliath. Maybe that one will be on there. The sick Goliath. Um, right, so <laughs> get it. I, I don't. I don't. It, yeah. I mean, it'll it'll be interesting to see which. Other, which other ones are on there? Maybe, maybe they'll go to Italy and put uh, Catun on there or iSpeed. Speed. I
1: think iSpeed Speed will make it on there. Uh,
0: yeah, it'll, I'm interested to see what other rides get on there besides the ones we already know. So, um, you know, if I find that out and I'm allowed to tell you, I'll I'll let you guys know which ones we can expect to see. Yeah, I'm good to see that they're going overseas though and not just doing more. American parks, it'll be good for people to find out about a new variety of coasters, and maybe it'll kind of finally push my dad along to making a trip over over to Europe, because there are some great coasters over there. I'd love to see maybe, like, Blue Fire get on there, too.
1: Uh, Yeah, I think that'll be there. I I would love to get to Europe. Yeah, I think... I want um, to go to Europe for theme parks in the next five to ten years, just because... I
0: think... I was talking to uh, our friend Simba the last day or two, and I think the she was just a Canada's Wonderland on Saturday and was telling me about it. Um, she she really liked it. She, she agrees with me. It's a very, very underrated park. She has it tied with King's Dominion as her favorite Cedar Fair park. Um, oh, yeah, King's and Dominion I, kicks ass. Yeah, I, I think Canada's Wonderland is probably second on my list of Cedar Fair parks behind Cedar Point, just because... Uh, you know, Cedar Point just
1: has a better collection of rides, but, um... I, I'd put King's Dominion before Cedar Point, So in my opinion, yeah, so I, it's nice that it's varied.
0: Right, yeah, I, I mean, Cedar Fair does have a lot of good parks, um, so it's, it's a matter of personal opinion, exactly. but, um, but, uh, y- yeah, so it, it's good to see that they're getting the word out about some coasters that aren't in the United States, um... A European trip for me, I would definitely want to go to Germany and do Europa Park, Holiday Park, and Hyde Park, Germany. Mm -hmm. Um, I would definitely want to go to England and do uh, Thorpe Park, uh, Alton Towers, definitely. Don't forget Blackpool. Blackpool. Yeah, Blackpool Pleasure Beach would uh, uh, definitely. And then I, I would love to do like a Scandinavian trip, but that's almost like a trip in and of itself because Ace did a 12-day trip over there where they did 14 parks in 12 days in Sweden, Denmark, Finland, Norway. There's a bunch of good parks up there too.
1: So there's a lot of good parks over in Europe. There even really even in, if you want to go overseas but stay close to the U.S., you've got Canada. And I mean, Eastern Canada has a ton of stuff to do. Not not just theme parks, but uh, Niagara Falls, Canada's Wonderland. We, we were just talking about. You have Marine Land. Then you have Laurent.
0: It's funny listening to the Marine Land commercials on the radio around here. It's everybody loves Marine Land. Everyone loves Marine Land. And it's it's the oh my god! It makes me want to throw up. It's just this lady cor- this corny lady everybody loves marine land everyone loves marine land it's the corniest thing I've ever heard in my entire life it's ridiculous wow but, but that's neither here nor there exactly so um, but but yeah it, it, it'll, it, it'll be fun so it'll be fun I'll definitely t- tell you guys as much as I can about that next week
1: right all right, so let's get into some sports. And what's the most popular yeah. sport right now that's happening? Hockey, but it's locked out. So. Bastards, <laughs> hurry up and get out of the lockout. I want to see my penguins kick some devil ass. <laughs> and the Flyers, too. But the Flyers are my number two team, so I can't really screw them over that way. There you go.
0: Hey, I'm going to go to the bathroom real quick, and I'm going to check my laundry. All right. I'll be right back. Do,
1: I'm not doing any more Jeopardy theme so yeah we're just gonna sit here in silence until he gets back and hopefully this makes it into the final edit but I'm probably not going to listen to the show because I never do. God damn
0: it. I forgot a dryer sheet. Damn it. <laughs>
1: damn it. Here I That's why I got I got those uh, dryer bars. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be good. I uh, I I hope
0: we get to see some hockey this year. I went uh, my team's hockey season started this past weekend and so did our uh, our women's team. Started their regular season, so I was back on campus for hockey. Hockey back at school is getting getting fired up, but uh you know, I'm gonna I'm hoping the NHL gets gets going before too long. I'd love to go see a Sabres game before I leave the Buffalo area there and you. head back to Rochester. I mean I'm right here, so
1: All right. And if you're in the football, Monday night football well, you're not gonna hear it. But we're going to say it anyway. Monday Night Football starts in three minutes. It'll be the Bears yeah, versus ready. the Cowboys. Cowgirls. The
0: Bears against the Cowgirls.
1: Yeah. So. Gee, I wonder who's going to win this game. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, the Colts. Are they even playing? No, I
0: think they had a bye
1: week. <laughs> they did have a bye week because their coach so. has cancer. Hopefully he recovered uh, leukemia, actually.
0: Yeah, he's been diagnosed with a treatable form of leukemia, so that's encouraging. At least that it's treatable.
1: So good luck to the Colts as they get through that. Um, maybe, maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe uh, they'll get some luck. Mm. <laughs> they'll be back in four weeks. Get get the yeah, little play oh, on that. words there.
0: Oh yeah, that's there's a Snoopy sound effect going in there. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, uh, <laughs> Hope, hopefully, uh, you know, uh, thoughts and prayers go out to the Colts and uh, you know the coach and everybody, friends and family. So hope, hopefully, makes full recovery and uh, is back on the sidelines for the end of the season. Obviously, football aside, um, right. in that scenario. So ho- hopefully, hopefully, uh, everything uh, ends up okay. Okay? okay,
1: so we're gonna go over week three here, uh, week four. I'm sorry, here in the NFL, and we're gonna. And now, remember, guys, there have been bye weeks this week. The Colts and the Steelers in right. the weeks, AFC. Uh, I don't remember the two teams in the NFC that had bye weeks, but four teams had bye weeks this week. So uh, there will be teams that are lower because of their bye weeks than other teams. But by the end of the season, all the teams will have played uh, 16 games in the right in the, as usual. In the seventeen weeks, uh, we had on Thursday night. It was the Baltimore Ravens versus the Cleveland Browns, the former Browns versus the new you. Browns. Correct. How did that go over? Um. Well. Um. The
0: the the Browns were living up to their name, and played like poo. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and the Ravens flew over them. Right. To a victory, tw- uh, 23... 23-16. Now, this is kind of a letdown
0: game. It was the fourth game in 18 days for the Ravens. So, I mean, and they had just come off a really big win, so... And it was off the Patriots. And it was a Sunday night game, so they had a very short week. Right. So, not surprising that this game was close, but not surprising that they won either.
1: No, not at all. Um, right. Thoughts and prayers go out to the Ravens organization. Obviously, their owner passed away recently. Um, And
0: I'll tell you what, Torrey Smith is having
1: a hell of a season,
0: especially uh, last week, you know, know, a couple weeks ago with his, you know, learning that his brother had passed away and deciding that he's going to go out and play football. And I believe he had two touchdown catches, and he just had a ridiculous game. He just went absolutely nuts. So, you know, congratulations to him for on – you know a great season that he's having so far and uh obviously thoughts and prayers out to him and his family as well for the passing of his brother right uh atlanta mm-hmm. and carolina were and this is a game is one of only three teams that's four and zero now that's still undefeated but carolina
1: should have won this game they coughed it up carolina was down by two in the final 38 28 you got a recap
0: yeah, I mean, again, like I said, Carolina should have won this game. They were hanging in there. You know, Cam Newton just doesn't take care of the ball. They were up by a point, and at Atlanta goes that, you know, Matty Ice, Matt Ryan, you know, he's unbelievable. He's absolutely unbelievable at home. Uh, and he took him down, and game, another game-winning drive in the Georgia Dome for Matt Ryan and the Falcons are 4-0. And probably the most talented team it's four and zero. Either them or the Texans of the four and zero teams, but you know, probably maybe the most complete.
1: Next game: New England and at Buffalo. The final and, fifty-two yeah. to twenty-eight. And this is hilarious
0: because up here everybody's a Bills fan, and I was at school this weekend, obviously for hockey, and I was watching this game I with saw a bunch a po- of my friends. I saw a
1: portion of this game.
0: A bunch of my friends are all Patriot fans. So it's funny, watching, watching a game in Bills country with a bunch of Patriot fans, and, you know, the Bills were up 21-7 at one point early in the second half, and they're all getting texts, ha, 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 Patriots suck. Uh, they weren't saying that about an hour and a half later. Exactly. <laughs> it's <laughs> Is that- Tom Ber- f- the, the 40, uh, 45 to 14 in the second half.
1: And then to finalize it, 52-28, to 28, it... Yeah, it was unbelievable.
0: The um, Buffalo
1: has nothing on those Patriots. They ate nope, some Buffalo. They just, they, just,
0: they just can't finish them off.
1: Our next game, a bit of a shocker, Minnesota and Detroit. The final 23-13 for Minnesota to go up on a very big thing. Now, what are they, 2-2 two and two now for Minnesota? No, Minnesota's 3 and 1. Minnesota's 3 and 1. Who would have thought that they would have given the 49ers a loss?
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, and Minnesota's one of those teams that's just kind of coming out of no- nowhere. I mean, the entire NFL is kind of topsy-turvy this year. Yeah, I know.
1: The good just, teams just, everything's are, 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 are like kind of like <laughs> No. The crappy teams are good <laughs> and the good teams are well Some of them s- are crappy and some yeah. of them are hanging in there, but they're not as good as they should be. No, not at all. I don't know what's going on here. Yeah. And 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 we'll get to talking about one of these teams in a few in a few uh games we'll say. But uh yeah. Minnesota turning on fire. Lions?
0: And the Lions were a playoff team last year and they're one and three. They're they're not having the season that they had a year ago.
1: Well, the can be the same said for Pittsburgh. They're one and two right now because of their bye week. Getting ready to play Philadelphia right. uh, on Sunday, and that should be an easy victory. So they'll go to two and two. But um, y- you know, it- it's just and and Pittsburgh's my team, so that makes me happy. But like I said, we're going to get to one of these bad teams that beat what should have been a good team in Pittsburgh, and we're going to get to them shortly. Right. Uh, the next. Uh, I mean,
0: Detroit's Detroit's a young team, obviously. So maybe that's part of it so is minnesota though so i don't i don't know we'll see um another 4-0 team now with their win houston beating tennessee 38-14 houston is pretty much the you know the texans are probably the only 4-0 team that hasn't been challenged yet they haven't really been tested they've dominated all four games but as we've seen in years past like last year green bay went 15-1 and
1: it's not necessarily how you start it's how you finish Exactly, and it's Kansas City. They lost to one of the worst teams in the NFL last year. Yeah. So, And then the Giants obviously took them out of the playoffs. Right. So,
0: uh, speaking of terrible teams from Kansas City. Hey, we got Kansas uh, City losing to San
1: Diego, 37-20. to 20.
0: Yeah, the Kansas City Chefs
1: losing to the San Diego Superchargers. Oh. <laughs> so. They were supercharged, all right.
0: Yeah, they were they're they're having an okay season. I still think Denver's going to win that division. Oh yeah. Um Denver has a tough schedule to start off, but if they can get through their first 6 games 3 and 3, they could run the table the second half of the year. They have a very weak schedule. They get Kansas City twice, they get Cleveland, they get uh I think they get Oakland who
1: they have they have the and a, they have the AFC it. North so they got the Ravens. That's going to be a, a bit of a challenge yeah. for them, but Right. That that one will be tough. But uh, Next off Well th- th- This next team has just gone from being Really really pathetic To really really good Super Bowl contender And a threat to Pittsburgh to join that Six ring club uh, That is San Francisco They played a team yeah. that should be Decent and has actually Just fallen off the face of the Earth in the Jets
0: Well, see, the thing with the Jets is, number one, they missed the bus to the field.
1: (laughs) Um, (laughs) Exactly. I mean, the the San Francisco 49ers should have really put up a lot more than 34 points against a team that just wasn't there.
0: I mean, the Jets, after San Antonio Holmes, they don't really have any receiving core, and Sean Green is not a running back that you can ride, especially when you don't have a good quarterback any better than Mark Sanchez. I mean, everybody's saying Tebow should be a starter. I mean, come on, he beat the Steelers on a lucky pass. Yeah, but keep in mind that Tim Tebow threw one pass yesterday, and he ended up getting a guy's ACL torn. Exactly, you know. He had had his receiver get knocked out of the game, and and likely for the season. So, I mean, not really his fault, but still.
1: Now Tim Tebow's kiss of greatness is now the kiss of death.
0: Right, so I, I don't know that the Jets are going much of anywhere.
1: Watch Tim guess, Tebow yeah. be on the next cover of Madden and get his ass kicked. And <laughs> oh people God. be punching the covers mm. to get rid of Tim Tebow.
0: Speaking of Madden covers, two teams that will never have anyone on the cover of Madden.
1: <laughs> At least not no, yet.
0: Uh, no, I'm kidding. Uh, Marshawn Lynch from Seattle has a good chance. I don't know if he's actually ever been on one. And St. Louis actually had Steven Jackson on the cover a few years ago. And the Rams beating the Seahawks nineteen thirteen, so the Seahawks kind of the win taken out of their sails after that controversial
1: win over the Packers last you year. You know what? Let's keep talking about Madden. I declare this a new feature: the inter touchdown back. Yeah, it, it's going to be a new <laughs> feature in Madden. You know, you know you're excited for it. Just
0: the touch reception back. Exactly. <laughs>
1: Oh my goodness! How crappy was that call? Thank you, replacement refs, for giving us something to talk about. Oh, for the whole oh, season. Got awful. Oh, God awful.
0: They say that that had nothing to do with a deal getting done with the real refs. I think it Later did. Later on that yes. week, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, you know, oh, do you smell that? <laughs> I
1: smell bullshit. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> the refs in the NFL are looking at this. They're like, guys, yeah. The fans are gonna come here to New York and they are going to kill us all unless you At come least back. The Packer fans. <laughs> well, no, every I think a lot of teams fans were getting pissed off with them. Well, I mean, it finally came to the point where it cost someone a game. It they decided
0: the outcome of the game by blowing a call. I mean, very, very rare. Like, and I mean real let's let's get real here. The real officials blow calls from time to time. It's because they're human. They, they make mistakes. Even with replay, there are certain plays that you can't review where they just make bad calls, mm-hmm. and lots of times they admit to it. Um, Ed Lee blew a call a couple years ago, and he admitted to it in a Broncos-Chargers game that the, a fumble call that he called an incomplete pass that decided the outcome of the game. He admitted that he blew the call, and you know they eventually made a rule change to where a play like that is now reviewable so that they don't put the burden on an official who might not be in a position to make a call. But these officials, you know, they decided the outcome of the game, and they didn't follow proper protocol. And we come to find out after the fact that they could have, in fact, overturned the call using replay, and they didn't know that they could. And they and, and they did. That's and an They issue. did review the call, which right they and reviewed stayed, the call. And it stood. Right, and they could have overturned it, and they didn't. And was, so that's that. That was the and it and it decided the outcome of the game exactly. So. It was it's it came to that point so uh, glad that the real refs coming out you know they're back very finally, rarely do you know. very rarely when the re- when the real refs blow a call does it decide the outcome of the game but because uh, the most it was recent... the replacement refs it was under a microscope and it decided the outcome of the game
1: and you also have the whole uh, replacement ref um, or the real ref the last major game-changing thing with the real refs was the game Pittsburgh versus uh, New England last year. Uh, at the very yeah. end of that game, uh, there was there was a pass. It was broken up. Uh, it was a sack fumble. Um, uh, Tom Brady fumbled the ball. He got sacked and fumbled the ball. And Troy Palomalo, the Steelers' strong safety, comes in. He's got two um, Patriots on either side of him you know, diving for the loose ball, he ended up punching it, which is not allowed, so that should have been a flag right there, but they didn't see it. So it came back, and then Max Starks, one of the Steelers' defensive linemen, came up and grabbed the ball in the end zone and rolled out through the back. Now, the play was reviewed, but at that point, they couldn't call the penalty because it was being reviewed as a score, and it was too late. They had already ruled it as a touchdown, and they were debating whether it was a touchdown or a safety. They ended up ruling it a safety, but that gave Pittsburgh the ball back, and that was able to let Pittsburgh run out the clock and win that game. But it should have been an unsportsmanlike conduct play. Um, right, and something like that is not reviewable. So Exactly, and it was just one of those things. The ball shot out of there. It should have been obvious what happened. And I think the refs were saying that they thought it hit a helmet, or a shoulder pad and shot out that way you couldn't really see Troy punching it I guess even yeah. if he did review it you couldn't see it um, because of the coverage and and the way the angle was on the on the screen so uh, they got away with it and it ended up giving them the game now not to say that they wouldn't have won anyway because the Patriots were playing like crap that whole game so right so uh,
0: it's uh, there's so
1: much you could talk about with officials, so. Um, the only OT game we've had this week, Arizona right, and, and uh, Miami.
0: Right, and for the second straight week, the Dolphins lose in overtime after leading most of the game. They lost to the Jets in overtime last week after leading most of that game.
1: You know, Miami's a great team. They're get well, I'm not going to say that. They're getting to be a great team. They just need a little bit more to come back, and that's what a lot of these bad teams are doing. They're building their rosters, they're coming in, and the good teams, their rosters are getting older because they don't do anything. Mm -hmm. The Steelers, the Ravens, uh, even the Patriots, they keep their players and they don't trade, they don't bring in new people because they know what works for them, but then that bites you in the ass when they get older and have to retire. I
0: I think the Dolphins are a team that in a few years might be able to make some noise. They're in a tough division, too, so keep that in mind. Right. Um, Moving on, we alluded to this earlier Denver killing Oakland 37 6. And they get Oakland again later on in the year, part of their week schedule. They still have Oakland again. They get Kansas City twice. They they get San Diego yet, who, you know, obviously, honestly, San Diego has been so up and down the last few years that Denver with Peyton Manning should be able to beat San Diego. Uh, I know they have Cleveland yet. So, I mean, they have a lot of teams that are very, very winnable games. Right. Right. They have and Cincinnati
1: he, yet, who's been up and down as well. So, And this is what we were alluding to before, too, in the bad teams beating the good teams. Oakland beat Pittsburgh last week in a... Right. Nobody saw that coming. Nobody. They won in a game a that game. Pittsburgh should have won. Pittsburgh yes. was up late. Pittsburgh should have won that game. Something I didn't see the game uh in its entirety. I have it on my DVR, but I haven't had the chance to watch it yet. I'll probably watch it sometime this week. Yeah, you may not want to watch it. Well, no. I'm I'm already game. upset that we lost, <laughs> you know, to Oakland. <laughs> Oakland of all teams, you know. I'm I'm not thrilled with it. But, you know what? Pittsburgh last year started out the same way. They won week, they lost week one. They got blown out by the Ravens in week one. Came back one week two. Week three comes along, lose to the Texans. So it was the same exact schedule as last year, except we didn't have a bye week at week four last year. So Pittsburgh's not any worse off than they were last year. This is the same start, you know, so I'm not too incredibly nervous. I'm not happy about no. losing to Oakland, though. Let's get that out of
0: well, and Well, and, and the Steelers are getting a little older, so maybe it takes them a little bit to get their legs under them.
1: And that's exactly what we just said, flow. too. The Patriots, the Ravens, and the Steelers, they keep their rosters. They don't rotate their rosters as much. And you can see that the Pittsburgh defense, most of it relies on two players. If you look at right. when James Harrison and Troy Palomalo both didn't play in that game against Oakland. When they play, Pittsburgh normally wins. And... I'm not saying that Pittsburgh's basing their entire defense on two players, because they're not. But they're the two biggest parts. They're, well, Troy Polamalu is the biggest part of the defense. I, I don't think right. anybody's going to argue that point. He is the best safety in the NFL right now. James Harrison's one of those quarterback-seeking heat missiles, along with mm-hmm. Lamar Woodley opposite him. Those two working together, they can get to the quarterback all the time. So it's yeah. just... You know, you gotta keep yourself healthy. That's the style of play that Pittsburgh has, and they don't stay healthy because they're getting older. And these guys are getting ready to retire. Troy Palomalo, maybe a year or two left in him, and he'll be he'll be yeah, retired. Yeah, not much. So, not much. Um, we you gotta see, and I honestly say I am a Pittsburgh fan, and I I expect this to happen in the next five to ten years. But Pittsburgh is gonna go to where the Browns are now. In that division, they're going to be the worst team in that division. They'll be winning, but they won't be going to the playoffs for a few years because they're going to have to rebuild their team. Yeah. And that's the trying times for fans because you want to root for a team that wins, not a team that loses all the time and you get laughed at. So you got to enjoy the success, but then you can't leave the team and still call yourself a fan because that that goes beyond that whole thing. But
0: Yeah. So, uh, moving on to the next game. We talked about the Bengals a little bit already. Uh, Bengals beating Jacksonville 27-10. Um, now, this is Jacksonville. Kind of one of those games where nobody really cares about either team, honestly. <laughs>
1: this is Jacksonville. I mean, the only good that came out of Jacksonville, which didn't really help Pittsburgh at all, was that they beat the Ravens and they lost to the Steelers uh, last year. But that that was mm-hmm. – they shouldn't have beaten the Ravens, but they did. And uh then Pittsburgh lost to some other team again. The forty niners that nullified that victory. But uh Yeah. You know, uh Jacksonville's not a team anybody expects to be really good anytime soon. Cincinnati though, they're they're one of those teams that can be good. They have they have to be good on a permanent basis when though. it it,
0: it pretty it, for Cincinnati it pretty much comes down to are Andy Dalton and AJ Green on the same page? And when they are, they're really good. And when you play a team like the Los Angeles Jaguars or <clears throat> uh, Jacksonville Jaguars, um,
1: Los Angeles. I mean, are you alluding to something that nobody else knows? Well, I mean, it's it's I don't I know. LA it's, wants it's, to have a football team.
0: It, it's no secret that Jacksonville is one of a few teams that they're looking to maybe relocate. So. I mean, they only get 30,000, 40,000 people in the stadium per game compared to sixty or 70,000. For like
1: a Pittsburgh or get. something, yeah.
0: Right, so. Um, now, Green Bay beating New Orleans by the slimmest of margins, New Orleans missing a field goal at the end of the game that would have won the game for them, I believe. Uh, Green Bay gets back to 2-2, two and two after that loss to Seattle last, last week. New Orleans, 0-4, I think this is his proof that you need that a head coach can be a big difference with a team, and the Saints are really missing Sean Payton. Drew Brees doesn't Drew Brees had an amazing game, but he still doesn't quite didn't quite look like himself the first few games. So but I mean the do Saints you, are kinda right there. They've played well.
1: Do you think the Saints are gonna try and throw this season? At this point, or if uh, say no, they lose it, the next two games, do you think they're going to try and throw the season to get an early draft pick, which really doesn't even make any difference for them because they lost their first-round draft pick for next year as well?
0: Yeah, I, I I never honestly believe that teams go and throw seasons in football because, I mean, football is a little different where you, they, you always have that competitive spirit i just don't know that i could see any team honestly doing that especially the saints because the saints really want to try and prove the nfl be like you know you can do whatever you want to us it's not gonna it's not gonna hurt us but so it looks like pittsburgh like like with right. all the
1: fines they get <laughs>
0: yeah so they're gonna do what they do so my answer might change in a couple of weeks but for now i'm gonna say no um
1: Robert the Griffin III getting another win. Going back to the, the Saints, Saints, though. Oh, yeah. Uh, they should be happy that they're going to host the Super Bowl, though. I mean, they may not be in it. Well, at this point, let's just say they won't be in it. But uh, they're they're going to host it in New Orleans, which is a pretty big deal considering what's been going on down there recently. They got hit by another hurricane. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, it was no Katrina, but still, it was pretty devastating. And... Um, you know, and they still haven't cleaned up all the Katrina stuff, maybe this will bring in some much-needed revenue to help finish cleaning up because these teams, these Super Bowl teams, both of them and their fans, are going to see the rest of New Orleans, what it still looks like, how it's still not right. completely cleaned up, and that's going to urge a lot of people to donate and help so that city can get back on its feet, so that area can get back to life, and you know so maybe they can do something with that amusement park that they have there uh getting back into theme parks for just a second you know six flags new orleans set rotting away literally for the past Mm -hmm. almost 10 years and you know maybe having the super bowl down there will showcase a lot of the area maybe somebody will step in there and I don't. I don't think there's anything salvageable except the the pathways. But you could knock all the buildings down and replace them, and all the rides can also be replaced. Right. So, so uh, I, you're
0: you're you're gonna need someone with a lot of money, a lot of time, and a lot of patience to do that at this point. So it, it'll. I guess we'll see. I,
1: I I still think something will happen with that property, even if it's not amusement related. Will, yeah. could, like I said, you could buy that property. Keep the midways and, like, weed and all that. Take out all the rides, knock down the shops, build a few new restrooms, and then use that land as a farmer's market kind of thing on on Saturdays and Sundays, on the weekends. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's your land. You, you lease it out to the vendors. They come in. They sell their product. They leave. Well, I mean, why not? You know, that's a little bit of extra money, and it's using the land that's already there. So... But I, I have a feeling we'll see something there soon. Yeah. Right, going back to the Washington Tampa Bay.
0: Yeah, Robert Graven the third has looked good early, early this season. Uh, Washington's a two and two as well uh, in that division. Twenty four twenty two over the Bucks. Buccaneers kind of
1: kind of a hard team to figure out. Um, yeah, you never know what way they're gonna go. It's the same with Cincinnati, really. The Buccaneers.
0: Yeah. Well, and. And I think the team that's hardest to figure out so far is Philadelphia. I mean, what? they're three and they're three and one because last night they beat the Giants nineteen seventeen by there. two last yards.
1: Night. Andy Reid, you almost cost your team the game. Almost there. by two almost. yards, you were really lucky that that kick didn't go in. And here's the thing: just
0: about any team in the NFL you could talk about right now and kind of have a good feel. For where they're at right now, mm-hmm. Philadelphia, you have no idea whether because they played awful against Cleveland, but squeaked one out by one. Played really well against Baltimore, squeaked one out by one. Played absolutely horrendous against Arizona and got killed, and played pretty and turned the ball over fifteen million times.
1: That's not a, that's their, not an exaggeration. Their, that's probably the accurate yeah, number. I
0: mean. 15 million turnovers in their first three games, and then last night did not turn the ball over once and beat the defending Super Bowl champs, 1917. I just don't know what to think of the Eagles right now.
1: And, and let's just say the Giants are not, not that good of a team either. I mean, I'm not saying that they're a bad team, but they're not great. They have elite manning. Not yet.
0: Not not yet. They haven't been a good team this year yet, anyway.
1: They have elite They've manning. very up and down. Who, but Tom Coughlin always jokes around that, they didn't want it to be too easy. They wanted to have fun and and make a good season. That's fine and dandy, but obviously that's not what you're really saying. You're really saying that because you don't want to talk about all your losses. There's no way that the Giants should have won that Super Bowl or should have even been there, except that Elite Manning, as he likes to call himself now, got really lucky. He came together with Mario Manningham, who's now at San Francisco, unfortunately, and Victor Cruz, probably one of the best wide receivers that year, uh, you know, and now his go-to guy is Victor Cruz, you know. So I, I, I don't know. The Giants, they should get back out there soon, but you know. the, the 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 Giants are
0: always a second half of the year team, anyway. Exactly, so and so is Philly. It, it's it's and
1: yeah, and well,
0: and and the Giants have lost two divisional games now already because they lost opening night to the Cowboys.
1: Right. So that's so, hurting them. I mean, that, that's not good. Now, granted. Yeah. If they can win... Wow, Chicago already took a timeout? That's kind of... Stu- mm. stu- okay. Um, they can win against these two teams again and have tiebreaker over them for the regular season. But if they lose again to the Cowboys or the, or the Eagles, and they most likely will lose again to the Eagles, I don't know about the Cowboys so much, but the Eagles always seem to have the Giants number. So when they go back to play each other again, they're probably going to lose to the to the to the Eagle, uh, Eagles again and then the Eagles he, you need though you need
0: those wins for tiebreakers that's how they got into the playoffs last year
1: Exactly you know and the the Giants for what it's worth they played two wild cards Yeah you know it, it, it's hard for a team to have to play and I mean if Dallas would have won Dallas would have been playing two wild cards basically they that game was a wild card game because mm-hmm. whoever won was going into the playoffs and to play another wild card and the other team wasn't playing anymore. The Giants won, the Cowboys went home, and the Giants took it all the way to the Super Bowl beating the Patriots again. So, I I don't know about the Giants. I don't think they're going back. I don't even think they're making it to the playoffs this year if they played like they did last year. The Eagles yeah, that, on the that, other hand, that division is wide open. The Eagles on the other hand, I think Michael Vick Completely, like you said, completely redeemed himself. They got to be careful mm-hmm. though. They have the Steelers this Sunday. They're not going to win that game. I can tell you right now that the Eagles will not beat the Steelers on Sunday. It, not with the Steelers coming off a of bye week. I don't think exactly, and not with James Harrison and maybe Troy Polamalu coming back. Vic is going to go. Vic has been sacked or hit on a third of his dropbacks. A third of them, mm-hmm. he's been hit. That that or two thirds of them. I'm sorry. That that's insane. That the other team is getting to him that much, and that's going to show. And maybe that has an impact on him having the like 15 picks he has already. He's he's thrown basically two seasons worth of interceptions in two games. Yeah, which is not good at all for a, a good quarterback to not throw any interceptions against the Giants is a big deal for Vic. Maybe he's starting to control himself a little bit. Maybe he's starting to get into the groove. You know, he hasn't gotten hurt yet. Knock on wood. Um yeah. so <laughs> so we'll see. Um I said earlier this year I'm not gonna narrow it down to two teams just yet because it's gonna be incredibly hard to narrow it down to two teams. But I will mm-hmm. narrow it down to two divisions. And I'm going to say the AFC North and the NFC East are going to be the two divisions that you're going to watch. You're not going to see the Browns doing anything. But the Bengals, the Steelers, and the Ravens in the AFC North are, all, are more or less good or great, mm-hmm. depending on how you judge them. And each of them has the capability of getting to the playoffs. We saw it last year. Each of them has the capability of going far in the playoffs. We saw that with the rate. Well, granted, each team only won one game in the playoffs, except for the Ravens, the Steelers, and the Bron- right. and the and the Bengals didn't win any of their games, but they could have. You know that that that's what I mean to say. So they, those three teams, are equally able to go to the Super Bowl. Maybe not the Bengals so much as the Steelers and the Ravens are, but they could. Two of those teams could see the other one, or three of those, all three of those guys could see the other team for a third time in the playoffs. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Uh, It's not incredibly unknown, and it could be for the championship to go to the Super Bowl that we see Ravens Steelers or uh, Steelers Bengals or Bengals Ravens. It's not incredibly unlikely we won't see that happen. On the NFC side, Dallas, New York, Uh, Philly and Washington are all relatively level teams. They're all relatively good teams for what they do and who they are. Yep. So either of those teams can get into the Super Bowl uh, into the playoffs. And I think we'll see that Philadelphia will easily make their way into the playoffs. I don't think they're going to have an issue with it this year they have a reason to go and win the Super Bowl. Something that they haven't had is motivation in the past couple weeks, but they have it this this week. And the motivation is Andy Reid's son passing away. That is their motivation to go and Mm -hmm. dedicate this season, much like the Ravens will, and, and the Colts to an extent, dedicate this year to those people and that's why teams want to go to the super bowl because they dedicate that season to whoever passed away the the Oakland uh, the Raiders did it last year and
0: mm-hmm. they almost
1: got to the playoffs and the and the yeah. Patriots did it last year as well for the team owner's wife and they almost won the super bowl they should have won the super bowl but you know mm-hmm. so
0: yeah it'll it'll be interesting to see how the rest of the season pans out because there's a lot of interesting
1: things that we didn't expect Right now, next season, guys, we will have an uh, we will have a fantasy league next year. It's too late to start it this year, but next year right. we will definitely have a GeForce Radio Fantasy League. Um, we may even do a fantasy hockey league when, once we hear that that is going to start up. We'll uh, talk about that, and then we'll let you guys know if we're going to do that. But now we're going to get into, uh, if I can find it, we're going to get into well. We're going to get into February a little bit with football. So we already talked about it. Be it where it's going to be. We already know it's in New It's in uh, New Orleans. So, we're basically looking at the playoff picture. So, let's talk playoffs. Uh, playoffs? 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 Uh, playoffs. Yes, playoffs.
0: <laughs> playoffs? <laughs> uh, playoffs? Well, I'll start off by saying this. Do not blame that game on a defense. I don't care who you play, whether it's a high school team, a junior college team, a college team, much less an NFL team. When you turn the ball over five times, four interceptions, one for a touchdown, three others for field position to set up touchdowns, you ain't going to be anybody that I just talked about. Anybody. We gave them that game. We gave them the freaking game. In my opinion, that sucked. What's that? What are your opinions about the uh, playoffs? Uh, Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. Are you kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. Another game. Uh, Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me?
1: Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. (laughs) Jim Moore. And, and, yeah, uh, just... And the team? Yeah, uh, he was with the Colts at the time. And who did they lose to? Uh,
0: oh, who did they lose to that game? I don't even know who they lost to that game.
1: Well, well, what season was it? So we can just date the season. It was
0: 2001, and they lost to the 49ers, to, actually, to go to 4-6. and six, So they were pretty much out of the playoff picture.
1: And that quote is still relevant. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, playoffs? Uh, playoffs. All right, so. Oh, that was great. Right now, as it stands, we're going to go from the 10th seeds who are obviously in the hunt all the way up to the number one seed as it stands right now if the season ended today. Uh, AFC, 10th seed, record one and two, they're projected at the 10th seed right now, is the Indianapolis Colts. Do we see them staying in? Do we see them getting into the top five? We'll say six. We'll say nope. Too young. Okay. Uh, going over to the NFC, the Packers are two and two, but they're still in the tenth seed. Do we see them getting into the top six?
0: Yeah, I think Minnesota's just starting off too 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 quick. Uh, they'll turner. Aaron Rodgers hasn't even started playing yet.
1: Okay. Sticking with the NFC. The Rams are two and two. They are the projected number nine seed. They need to move up six uh, to number six. Do we see it happening?
0: Nope, too young. Another year or two, I I would say yes, but not
1: this year. Okay, back over to the AFC number nine seed, the one and two Pittsburgh Steelers. Do we see them getting into the top six?
0: Uh, I think they're a borderline team. I think they might squeak in. Um, But with how good Cincinnati and Baltimore are, uh, it's going to come down to whether or not they can win some of those divisional games.
1: I don't think they'll have an issue playing division, but they have yet to play division. A lot of teams have played in their division. Pittsburgh hasn't even played out of of the AFC yet. So we'll see what they do against the Eagles, and then they have uh, the Bengals, I believe, right after that. So that'll be their first Mm -hmm. divisional game, and we'll see how they can do against them. Sticking with the IFC, the number 8 seed, the 2-2 two and two Buffalo Bills. Are they going to move up to the top 6? Uh,
0: no. Nope. N- not not when they have the collapse that they did. Okay. Their defense hasn't
1: done anything. Okay. Now, I'm going to call this team a dark horse. We're going to drop over to the NFC, the 2-2 two and 8-seed two, Washington Redskins.
0: Uh...
1: I'm, I'm going to say no just
0: because just because of their division, the division they're in. I don't know that they're going to have enough to win enough divisional games. Okay,
1: and I don't believe they've played in their division yet at, at uh, either. They'd be the uh, only team that hasn't played a game within that division. Uh, but I believe they will soon, so uh, we'll see what happens with yeah. that. Uh, Stigging in, in the NFC, we have the 2-1 and uh, Chicago Bears who are actually playing right now uh, they are 2 and 1 at the moment but they're playing Dallas right now uh, no score yet in minute and 10 to go in the first uh, they are the 7th seed do we see them moving up at all uh, I don't Jay Cutler's too inconsistent
0: and he gets absolutely killed he may not make it out of this season alive that offensive line is getting
1: him killed every night alright what about the the Denver Broncos they are two and two, uh, and in the seventh seed.
0: Yeah, I, I see them getting in. Like like we said, uh, their first six games are rather tough. But if they can make it
1: through the first six, three and three, uh,
0: they should easily be able to get into the playoffs. They have a very weak schedule. Second half. Do three. we
1: think they might be our? Look, we might be looking at a number one home field advantage team or a number two team. Uh,
0: I'm not. I'm not gonna go quite that far just yet.
1: So at least, uh, at least I th- I think th-
0: they'll win, They'll win that division uh San Diego won't win that division. Denver Denver will win that division.
1: But. Okay. Now these teams if the season ended today would be in the playoffs and this is how it would stack up. The number 6 seed would be taking on the number 3 seed. The number 5 seed would take on the number 4 seed. The winners of those games would it depends on how they go would either play the Texan, uh, the uh, number one seed or the number two seed. So basically the highest winning seed from the AFC wild card plays the number two. The lowest winning seed plays the number one. Right. So that's, that's fairly easy to figure out there. It's just like basketball. The highest ranked team plays the lowest ranked team. And sometimes mm-hmm. gets beaten by them. Um, we saw that in March Madness when Lehigh mm-hmm. uh, beat Duke. Nobody mm-hmm. thought that would happen. All right, the number six seed for the AFC is the New York Jets. They are two and two. Uh, I,
0: I I honestly don't see the Jets getting in. They just they don't have anything. So they're gonna fall out. Yep, I Denver will definitely knock them out. Denver, I'd put Denver in. I'd even put Pittsburgh in over the Jets. I think a lot. Honestly. I think the
1: Jets are about on the verge of collapsing. Personally, yeah. you know, uh, not of great team. And out. without Darrell Revis, they got no defense. And Santonio Holmes is out now, mm-hmm. so they're they're nope they're done. The number six seed in the NFC is the Dallas Cowboys playing the Chicago Bears right now. They are two and one. Do we see them staying where they are right now, or do we see them dropping out of the top six? I could
0: see, I can see I could see Dallas getting in. Um, D- Dallas. Would be a team that would probably go zero and sixteen if it wasn't for Tony
1: Romo. I mean, he's the reason that they're going to be relevant. Um, but he has a history. It, it, of, it, uh, he has a history of letting the pressure get to him. Do we think that?
0: It, it it depends on what the Eagles and Giants do. Depends on if if both the Eagles and Giants make it in. Dallas won't make it in.
1: All right. Fair enough the number 5 seed in the NFC the 3 and 1 San Francisco 49ers
0: uh they're my Super Bowl team out of the NFC so i certainly i think they'll end up being a number 1 or 2 seed okay so you think they're going to get a bye yeah i i think they'll end up winning that division
1: uh yeah i don't think they'll have a problem winning their division not at all yeah uh, and a lot of people are fans of San Francisco, especially after their comeback from last season. You know, mm-hmm. uh, that that was incredible. So um, good luck to San Francisco. We'll see what happens. Um, going over to the AFC, the number five seed is the Cincinnati Bengals. They are also three and one. Uh, I'm, I'm going to put a
0: star by them as well. I think it's either either Cincinnati or Pittsburgh gets in. All right. I think it's well, I, mean, I don't those think two both teams I don't... were fighting
1: to get in for a little while too and yeah. then, and then the Bengals, I... or the Steelers won a game which pretty much sealed their fate and then the Bengals won a few and and then the Bengals were really looking to help Pittsburgh uh la- the last week of uh, the regular season last year and couldn't get it done cuz obviously the Bengals were playing the Ravens the Ravens and the Steelers had the same record if the Bengals would have won that game the Ravens would have played the the, the Denver and the Steelers would have had a buy, so but it didn't work out that way unfortunately. I think the Bengals can get in. Personally. Yeah, I,
0: I think they can get I think they can get in. I don't
1: think they'll get if they do get in, I think they'll be either fifth or sixth, just like they were last year, but I think they yeah, can get they're... in. They're a young team, but they're a good young team. Right, so. and the Steelers, Ravens, and Bengals, they all got in last year. There's nothing to say that they can't do it again. They were the only division to do that in like almost 40 years. So, yeah. uh, And I don't think it's impossible for the NFC East to do it either um, because they already have two teams in and a third looking to come in. Um, the number four seed for the AFC is the New England Patriots at 2-2. Two uh they're talent wise
0: they're probably talent wise they're probably the best team in the AFC uh they'll probably i think
1: they'll end up being a top 3 yeah just like they were last year the number 1 i see them being at least the number 2 yeah uh third se- uh fourth seed for the NFC is the 3 and 1 Philadelphia Eagles the pick for myself if i had to choose one team it would be Philadelphia and Pittsburgh from the AFC to go to the super bowl
0: yeah, I'd... as
1: unlikely as it sounds, I think those two Boy. teams we could finally see that Keystone Super Bowl if the Eagles keep playing like they are and the Steelers can get a little bit more healthy. Both teams, mm. well the Steelers have an easy easy end to the season more or less.
0: It it it's uh, the, the Eagles are tough just cuz I don't quite have a read on them yet. <laughs> Yeah, I
1: don't think too many people do. I don't know
0: what to expect from week to week, so.
1: I think the ego, if Vic can settle down and just relax a little bit, I don't think he's been relaxing too much. I think he's been just, like, really nervous. And I have no idea why. Maybe it's because he gets hit so often. But if he just settles down and relaxes, I think he he could do great instead of worrying about getting hit. But I know he worries about getting hit because he keeps getting hurt. You know, and maybe that's what is throwing him off. I I have honestly no idea. Yeah, last few here. All right, we got the Vikings. They are the number three seed currently at three and one. Do we see them staying or dropping out?
0: Um, no, they had they're, they're they they got to lose to Green Bay twice yet. So, I I I don't see Minnesota staying where they are. They're a bit too young yet. Christian Ponder, still still a little immature.
1: All right. And the Chargers, they're the same rank, and they have the same record right now on the AFC. Uh, San-, San Diego,
0: I, <clears throat> I want to say no, because San Diego always ends up screwing up somewhere, and Denver's going to end up winning that division. Okay. Honestly. And San San Diego is not going to be good enough to get a wild card spot, not with the way the AFC North is.
1: Right. Uh, But they could always challenge the Bengals. I mean, those two teams were back and forth last year a lot, too. So they might be a number six seed team if they get lucky enough. Yeah. The number two seed with a first round bye... On the AFC side is the 3-1 Baltimore Ravens. They are obviously leading the division of the AFC North.
0: Yeah, and I think they'll end up winning that division. They're uh they're probably my Super Bowl pick from the AFC as well.
1: I wouldn't say they're going to win the division. I think Pittsburgh has a pretty good shot at that. But uh yeah, Pittsburgh's too old. Baltimore Baltimore is old too, Pittsburgh's though. Pittsburgh's number now. Baltimore is old too, so you got to Figure that, and I mean, I'm not trying to. I, I gotta defend my team, so. No, I understand. You know, I'm I'm. You got we uh, agree to disagree. Yeah. Uh, car uh the Falcons rather they are four and O, they are the projected number two seed in the NFC, obviously leading their uh, division as
0: well. Yeah, they could. They'll probably uh either they'll be up there with San Francisco by the end of the year. They'll probably be number one or number two. Well, I know a lot yeah, of the, if if San Francisco doesn't get to the Super Bowl, Atlanta would be my second pick.
1: I know a lot of teams uh that are well, the only teams that are undefeated right now don't have the capability of staying undefeated. That's what a lot of people are saying and that's what I can see as well. Um and I I see uh no team finishing uh undefeated. They'll they'll come up to something. No, nobody's going to do that. I uh, I could see Atlanta winning 14 games though. I I could see a lot of teams winning 14 games, but I think the average winning streak is 12 in a season and that that's a good year for a lot of teams. So get a few losses out of there early and then win win out and they should be okay. That's that's why I'm not terribly concerned with where Pittsburgh's sitting right now. Um the number 1 seed with home field advantage and a first round bye are the Cardinals also 4 and 0. That's the NFC. Um, I
0: think just because of the good start, I think they can end up getting in. But San Francisco, I still think, will end up winning that division. All right. And on the AFC, you have the Houston Texans. Uh, could be the best all-around team in football. I don't know. I Could be the best all-around team in
1: football. I don't know what the rest of their schedule looks like, but I don't see them staying where they are. I see them being more of a wild-card team than a than a – than a bye week team. If I had to pick, no, I mean, if I had to pick two teams that are in the the playoffs right now, I'd say the Patriots and the Ravens will get the two wild card spots. Uh, we'll get the two bye weeks. Yeah, I mean, see, the
0: the, the thing with Houston is they're four and zero, and who in that division is going to challenge them? Jacksonville's terrible. Yeah. Tennessee's terrible, mm-hmm. and Indianapolis is was terrible last year, and all they have going for them is. Andrew Luck, and I mean, Houston has Matt Schaub, who's arguably one of the best quarterbacks in the league. So, right. I, mean, I mean, I I I can't see Houston being cha- challenged for that. Do
1: me. you think he, Do you think Indianapolis made a mistake yeah. in taking Andrew Luck, and sh- maybe they should have taken Robert Griffin the third? No, not at all. Yeah, you, you have to take Andrew Luck. <laughs> they... You had to
0: you, you had to take Andrew Luck. He's 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 the best all around quarterback who's been in the NFL draft since John Elway and the the thing with uh, the thing the, th- the thing with uh, Andrew Luck is everybody you No, know, if you take Robert Griffin III and he doesn't work out you'll get crucified that forever if you take Andrew Luck and he doesn't work out you're not going to get crucified for it because everybody has been saying for three years now that Andrew Luck is going to be the best quarterback since John Elway so you, you had to take Andrew Luck
1: okay Well, that that's the rundown so far. We're at the cold quarter right now, so uh, four weeks into the season. We are looking at bye weeks, obviously, guys. So you're going to see next week there'll be a lot more bye weeks. You know, only only two teams had bye weeks this week, which would be Indianapolis and Pittsburgh. So they're going to remain where they are, but obviously next next week uh, a couple easy games coming up for both of those teams. So, uh, we'll see what happens, and, uh, that's the playoff pitch. Uh, playoffs? Yeah. Oh, well, okay, so much for the Colts having an easy game next week. They, they, they don't. They're playing the Packers. I, I, uh, thought it was another team.
0: No, yeah, the, yeah, not, not quite an easy game
1: there. Well, <laughs> you know what, that, that's a good game to test out, Andrew Luck. And you know what, I, I, I think the, pat the, um uh, I think that the uh, Colts right now are in a learning mode with Andrew Luck. He's in the NFL. He's probably a little nervous. Maybe that's why he's considerably underperforming, as some people might call it. Uh, I I I agree with you that he's gonna come out swinging soon. He's just got to get the uh, rookie jitters dealt with. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, we'll see how it goes. All right. We'll keep tabs on the NFL and we'll give you guys some updates on that. We're going to check the NHL real fast, see if there's any uh, closer, any news there about an uh, agreement of any sort, because we want to see uh, we want to see these guys coming back. Now, obviously, the teams are practicing once again, so uh, NHL hockey may not come back on time, but you'll you'll obviously see these teams uh, back again. So I I think that the uh, NHL I don't think they're that far off. I think they'll be back soon, hopefully. They, they'll get something done. You know, it was the same way with football. They waited to the last minute and something came out. I don't think the first game in the NHL is supposed to start until the 15th or so. So I don't see why we wouldn't be able to see that happen. Um and whatnot? Do we want to do a fantasy hockey league? Mm, we we probably could
0: at some. We probably could something at some point.
1: How about we get ready to plan that, and we'll unleash it next week, and see if anybody partakes in it. We can do that. All right. Well, that's going to be it for the show tonight, guys. We hope you enjoyed the yeah. football news and the uh, opinions that we have on football, um, and hopefully, hockey comes back so we can. Uh, say the devil sucks sorry devil's rule but they don't <laughs> um, you know we, we all want to see our teams back and playing and, and with hockey locking out the, the, that's kind of disappointing but uh, yeah. now do expect to see a uh, do expect to see a game night come up I'm trying to figure out how steam lets you host them um, not exactly sure what game we'd play. Because I think Call of Duty is getting boring, and I don't think people play it too much. But i got to find mm-hmm. something that I have that other people have. So we, we may take votes on that uh, soon. I think we'll probably get into maybe Half-Life 2. Because I know Half-Life 2 is still relevant with a lot of people. Yeah. So, we, so yeah. we might do Half-Life 2 Deathmatch or something. Um, because that would be cool. So, uh, we will see you guys again soon, and uh, keep on the lookout sometime this week or next week. We'll probably have a Half-Life night. It'll probably be on a Tuesday or so, and we're going to have some fun playing Half-Life uh, Deathmatch, I guess it is. Yeah. All right. Well, remember, if you guys don't want to buy anything off Amazon, just click the Donate button there, and uh, you can send us a dollar, you could send us a penny. You can send us whatever you want, and uh, let me just put out this disclaimer. All donations are final and non-refundable. Yes, got to put that out there. don't necessarily want to say that you can't get your money back uh, if you put in the wrong amount, but um, do double-check the amount you type in. Um, obviously, if It's very it, hard to do it
0: when you do it over the computer. It's very hard to get that
1: back. Right. And obviously if it's an exorbitant amount like you only meant to donate five dollars and you typed in five hundred or five thousand, then obviously we'll contact you through your email and make sure that that was correct. And then if it wasn't, we'll obviously refund that so you can Well we'll yeah, we'll figure out a way to get that back. Right. We don't wanna be thieves or anything through PayPal or whatever. Right. But uh <laughs> we will um we will not be giving back donation money because we'll be using that for the show. Um, that'll be used for podcast equipment. That'll be used to eventually host a website outside of Coaster Crazy and outside of Blogspot. We'll actually have our own website, um, that hopefully everybody will get to. That'll go to getting some people that can actually design graphics for us yep. and stuff like that. So, uh, all donations are non-refundable, um, and, uh, definitely help us out. And, uh, if, if the show gets popular enough, guys, we may have a, uh, we may do what, uh, what Mikey wanted to do a while ago. And we may challenge Theme Park Review and do some, uh, do some trips. We'll get a bus together. We may even buy a bus if we have to. And, uh, travel around and do some parks. So.
0: Yep. Alright, well, as always, we thank you guys for listening to the show. We appreciate you guys listening to the show. And we will talk to you guys the next week. See ya! Thank you for listening to GeForce Radio. Ge-Force Radio. Until next time, everybody, sit up right. Sit up on tight and ride on.